0: Welcome to C3 Wellington and Hutt City. Need something fresh, real and powerful in your life? Connect with us on social media, get podcast notifications, updates on events, collective groups and a whole lot more. We're so glad you're joining us for a powerful and thought-provoking message from one of our pastors. We would love to hear how God has touched you in your life. Get in touch through our website, c3churchwellington.nz. So, sit back and enjoy this message. Cool, so the title of my message is Say Yes. And um, so really what I'm covering today is um, the topic of obedience. And I could tell you a load of stories. I've picked two stories. Um, My key scripture, my voice is a bit... Sorry, it's not great, but that's okay. Um, My key scripture is Psalm 19 verse 9 from the Passion Translation. Nothing he says ever needs to be changed, which is so true. Isn't that powerful? Nothing he says ever needs to be changed. We never need to add to it or take away stuff from it. When he speaks, he speaks. And he doesn't always speak in the same way. I'm stealing Steve's lines now, but God still speaks. Um, And when he speaks, he does not stutter. Um, I'm going to read to you a story. Okay, so a few years ago... um, Paper, do you guys love the paper? I know, so good. So a few years ago, in fact, um, three years ago, I got to share... No, sorry, four years ago, June 2014... I got what I'm going to share with you about and then I got to share it the year later in 2015 at the Every Woman Conference, if that makes sense. So Every Woman Conference is a conference held at C3 Ellerslie once a year, the Women's Conference, and um, because of this God story, they asked me to share. So I'm going to read you exactly what I read to them and shared with them, and then I'm going to move on. So um, bear with me. So I attended the C3 Every Woman Conference in June 2014. As the worship leader, Linda Bax, got up to share her story, I was attentive. She shared her past year that she had lost her mum to mercury poisoning and had two miscarriages. As soon as she mentioned the miscarriages, my heart leapt. I could resonate with that. I had a real sense to pray for her. It felt odd yet right. I went searching for her twice that day, but she was either in ministry or on stage doing band practice. I left conference a bit bummed out, but the following Monday I had an idea. I could search for her on Facebook. I found her and sent her a long private message explaining what I felt and letting her know I was praying for her and her husband and believing for a miracle for them. As soon as I pushed the send button, I began to shake and I'm not a weird, shaky person. And I thought it was odd. You know, it was mainly my hands shaking. And I tried to vacuum, but it wasn't helping. (laughs) This was definitely God trying to get my attention. I stopped, believe it or not, and said, God, what is this all about? He then said, I want you to pray for people who are trying to have babies. I want you to impart into them what I have blessed you with for healthy children. I was a bit excited, but scared. Because I was still on my conference buzz. Who knows those conference buzzes? I told some people. <laughs> they smiled. I really thought that God would want me to pray for married Christian couples. Like seriously, I was like, I'm just gonna be praying for married Christian couples. Well that wasn't the case. The very first Sunday After conference, a young girl came to church, very sad, very broken. She sat down to have coffee and started telling one of my friends that I had told about all her woman health problems. My friend rushed over to me extremely excited and said, "'You know how God told you to pray for people "'to have babies? "'Can you please come and pray for this girl?' I agreed, it felt awkward. She was young, she didn't even have a partner, but I prayed and ask God for healing. I have no doubt that a seed for the future was planted that day. I then got contacted by a young pregnant mum who was fearful of having another miscarriage. God had told her to ask me to pray for her. So I went to her house that day and I prayed. I continued to pray for her throughout her pregnancy and her and her husband had a beautiful, healthy boy, despite many medical problems along the way. God was all over this. I just kept coming across people that needed miracles. It seemed to just be the topic of conversation with a lot of people. I just love how God works. This is definitely not a ministry or even a thought I've ever had. I am completely out of my comfort zone and totally relying on God, but I am at peace. I just said yes to God that day. I made a decision that I would do as he had asked. I was scared, unsure, afraid, feeling incapable, a bit confused, and often thought, why me? This has been an interesting journey, but God has given me so much boldness. I now go looking for opportunities to pray for people. I've prayed for so many people, Christians and non-Christians, married and unmarried, People with no children, people with three children. I am so honoured, humbled and amazed that God produced me. It has increased my faith and trust in him. Especially when I had... When I had a gorgeous lady come up to me and tell me she conceived eleven days after I prayed for her. There is a miracle. We see the miraculous God. And God will use anyone if we are willing. You know, this is risk taking. So this is what I've, I'm just carrying on what I've written. I really want to encourage everyone to share their stories, their God dreams, their conversation with God that they are scared about like I was. I could not have acted that day. Oh, I couldn't have not acted that day. I could have thought, yeah, that's awesome, God, but no thanks, not me. Instead, I chose to listen, to obey. I told people and word travelled fast. Over the past year, I've prayed for so many people had many conversations, and seen miracles that I never would have seen if I didn't say yes to God. If you have something that you think, really God, me? I'm scared, how will I do it? I encourage you to tell someone, then just choose to obey and do what God says. He knows what you are capable of. He just needs a willing heart and someone who will say, here I am, use me, I trust you. Sorry, I didn't expect to get that emotional, guys. So that's one story about a time I said yes to God. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. One moment. So my take on the scripture is, I am created in his image, he loves me. He has many good things ahead for me. He wants to use me for good, for his glory. He has prepared many moments and I am to trust him and be obedient, to walk closely with him. Um, So I just wanted to also say the story I read, so Linda Bax, she's actually had two healthy babies now. Um, And the second baby that was just born was born in the hallway. that's how quick it was. How cool is that? Um, And following, like, that was, that's quite old, um, that story that I wrote. But I've seen so many, so many miracles. Like, it's incredible um, just from saying, yep, okay, God, I'll do it. And it's awkward and unusual. And some people want healing from, like, IVF failing and they don't even want kids. But it's just... It's just incredible the doors God's opened up just from um, that one moment of me going, yep, cool God, I'll do it. Um, And it always always points back to him, I love that. Following on from this, we had another opportunity to say yes to obey. This is about Zion, guys. This is from my journal, so it's like opening up a page of my life for you to read. On the 7th of July, 2015, this is my journal entry. I feel like if we had another child, it would be sacrificial, like having another child because God told us to, not because we necessarily want one. I feel like this is a big test. Are we going to listen to God? Are we going to trust him? Then two days later, the 9th of July, last night we sat on the couch with red wine and jelly-tipped chocolate and talked and cried about our future. Oh, you've got to laugh, eh? Otherwise you cry. I just cry. Uh, <laughs> the dilemma to adhere to and obey the signs of God is super challenging and difficult, especially when it's growing and raising another child. But we decided to trust God with this. It feels sacrificial. It feels scary. But we both really want to pass this test and obey God no matter the cost and sacrifice. And guess what? We found out on the 9th of September that we were expecting number five. Oh, I was like, surely God, we'll trust you and it means you won't give us any more. Or you'll give us a daughter at least. Oh, God has a sense of humour. Um, But extraordinary moves of God begin with ordinary acts of obedience. You know, we need to stop waiting around for the big bang. We need to pay attention to the subtle clues and the still, small voice. God lives in that place too. So my question is, what's the impossible thing God wants to do through you? Build your confidence in His greatness and in His goodness, and He will do the impossible in our day, in your life, for His glory. You know, both of these stories required audacious faith. In um, Hebrews 11 verse one from the King James Version, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hope is a desire, faith is a demonstration. Hope wants it to happen, faith causes it to happen and acts as if it's already done. And for oh, heaven's Zion! that was a real faith year, eh? I don't really know if I'd pass the test at this stage of my life, but that year was just wild. That was like, we're moving to Wellington, we're having another child, and it was just chaotic, but awesome. And I'm like, imagine if we didn't have Zion now. Like, he's full on, but he's awesome. And I just think, you know, if we didn't actually... I think for me, I've also learned to trust God with all areas of my life. I think sometimes we can go, okay, yeah, have my money... Have my husband, have my job, but you know, like for him to be able to, you know, to trust him with all areas is such a powerful thing. And I'm learning every week still. But carrying on from what Pastor Joel said last week about being ready in every season, in these stories, I had to be ready. I had to choose obedience. This is powerful. We can't always choose our season, but we can choose our response. The result of these moments has been multiple healthy babies who always remind me of God's goodness and favour. He gets all the glory, and it always points back to him. In Jeremiah 7.23, it says, But this command I gave them, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk in all the way that I command you, that it may be well with you and i think about um, this is not in my notes but i was thinking this morning about um, parenting so you might not have children but you are someone's child so if you think about for me with five i'm like can you do this can you do that no, no, no. you know we have all these things in place and you know that if the children just did those things that i've requested how much easier would life be you know, instead of, I've you three times to make your bed. Um, but I think it's the same with God. Like I think we've got to realise that if we just say yes to God, he's like, oh, thank goodness for that. And sometimes we're like, we have to like be told or someone has to tell us and then, like we have to have like 10 signs or 10 people confirm it. And it's ridiculous. When God speaks, say yes. Like seriously, when your mother says make your bed, make your bed, because your life will go well, That will be good, it's better for you. Anyway, that was for free, that was not in my notes, but today I was like, that is so cool. Like I just think God's just sometimes like, oh yep, he gets it, I'm going to keep speaking to him, oh she's taking her time, or will just like, you know, maybe we'll be waiting another year for that one. But you know like, no that's not God's attitude, but you know what I mean, like, Yeah, anyway, I digress. I always say, and I'll say it again, we can't afford to be disobedient. It's not worth the risk. Like I think if I didn't say yes to God, especially with the praying for the babies thing, like seriously, I've seen multiple babies like in just so many things. Like It blows my mind that God would use me for that. It's just bizarre. Maybe there's something bizarre God wants you to do and you're like, whoa. But when he asks you to do it, just jump, on, jump in. Um, on the other side of obedience is such favour and blessing and joy and freedom and hope. It always builds a deeper trust in God every time. You know, there's something so powerful about obedience. In Psalm 19 verse 11 from the Passion Translation, It says, he provides success to every obedient soul. Isn't that cool? So the promises of God, he promises us so much. You know, if we're obedient, he promises success. You know, I wonder what season you're in right now. And I was thinking today about, or this week as I prepared this, about we're all in quite different seasons. Like we're all at varying spectrums of life and so I'm not trying to say that my thing is this is it and just say yes and I realise that sometimes when God speaks it's and difficult and sometimes it's like the grind and it's hard eh, kind of like some things God asks us to do we're like are you for real like is this actually is this what you wanted me to is this what you expected is this how you wanted my life to turn out but honestly the seeds that are being sown and the things that are happening in the long run, you like, you might not even see it. Like I might not even, like there could be a hundred babies. I might, I might only see 10, you know, like we don't know. Um, but I just want to say like if he speaks, you know, like maybe he wants you to study again. Maybe he wants you to leave your job. Maybe he wants you to marry someone. Maybe he wants you to break up with someone. Maybe he wants you to move to Australia. I don't know. Like whatever he's talking to about, there's so many things. But just do it, like don't hesitate. Um, that is my encouragement to you to say yes, or tell someone. Tell someone when God speaks, because sometimes you're like, what? Is that God? Yeah, but it's, it's awesome when you are um, in that space to hear his voice as well. So I just want to take a moment, let's take a moment to think about the moments we've said yes. Think about something in your life where you've just gone, yep, I'm gonna do that. And then maybe think about the moments where you haven't, I've got plenty of those. And I'm always gutted, because I always know that it was God and why didn't I just act? Sometimes you've got to act so quickly, because if you don't, you've missed it. Um, But yeah, just think about the moments you've said yes and what was the result of that, and the moments you haven't. I don't think, I'm, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about the moments you haven't, I have them every week, but let's just be people who say yes, and say yes quickly, and have the faith, and the courage, and the boldness, and the trust in God. You know, the feeling of obedience is, you know, it's like when you, do, when you make your bed for your mum, like it's such a good feeling, because you've done what she asked you to do. Um, Remember the faith required, the courage and the trust, the depth of relationship that was created in that moment when you obeyed. You know, maybe God's talking to you now. Maybe you know you need to act on something He's asked of you. Maybe you just need to share with someone so they can help you and remind you of the steps you need to take. You know, on the other side of obedience is life more of Jesus, more opportunities, the more we obey, the quicker we will get the next time. Becomes easier even when it's a big ask. God knows what He is doing and He never makes a fool of us. So to recap, the key verse was, I wanna say Psalm 19 verse nine. Nothing he says ever needs to be changed. Extraordinary moves of God begin with ordinary acts of obedience. And we must be ready in every season. We must obey his voice. Always say yes. We can't afford to be disobedient. So I encourage you to be bold, to have faith and to trust God for the outcome. I loved what I shared, I just shared a memory on Facebook today, a year ago to the day I was preaching, how cool is that, and we were doing acoustic worship, crazy, must be the time of the year, and um, I was like, it's a preacherversary, is there such a thing on Facebook? (laughs) Um, But I shared a Stephen Furtick quote which was, the outcome is God's and obedience is your responsibility or something like that, but I was like, that is crazy. That's what I'm talking about today. God's cool, like He is. He's pretty awesome. He's like my best friend. I love him.